Now, it is Melbourne Storm Membership Day. Today, we've been celebrating it all day on SEN. Some of the uh, the team's biggest names have been on the program. They're always generous with their time. So None get bigger ready than for our man, a huge though. season. Join today four games for the price of two or eight games for the price of four. Visit melbournestorm.com.au or call 1-300-STORMS, their GM of football is a good friend of ours. Frank Panisi is his name. Frank, thanks for your time. Kane, great to be back on. Are we fired up? Are we ready to go? How has the pre-season been? What are the challenges that you've faced? Been a good pre-season, Kane, but as you know, and we all know after uh, a couple of months of doing all the conditioning and, and all the weights and all the skills and all the long days, players are definitely ready to play and play the proper the proper competition game so uh, we're ready we're obviously got a, a massive start next Friday night against the Panthers but uh, yeah we're, we're happy where we are just a nice easy uh, kick off in round one against the Panthers yeah it's a uh, triple champions for the last three years and uh, and a team that we've only beaten once in the last six occasions uh, Jared yeah that you, you certainly couldn't get a <laughs> tougher start but but one we look forward to them I and you know we want to be uh, the, our last game last year was against the Panthers in the prelim where we Certainly didn't play to our potential or our best. We were well beaten that night. So to play them first up uh, is exciting and it'll show exactly where we are for the you know, first game of the season. What have you been tinkering with in the off-season? Oh, a few things. I mean, obviously, the, the probably def- from a defensive point of view, I thought we, we, were, we, were, we, were, we were disappointed with ourselves in terms of the amount of points we leaked in those final series, against, especially against the two big guns in the Broncos and the Panthers. So we've done a lot of work to tighten up our defence. Uh, probably, you know, as anyone, all teams, they want to get fitter and, and they want to, you know, do their skills under fatigue much better and make less errors. So that's probably two areas. Um, you know, our, our, and our better players probably last year didn't have their best season and you could already see the determination in, in some of our better players and our leaders that they want to start the season well and have a good year. So I think they would probably be the three main areas, Jared, that we've identified. A lot of positivity about Vegas doesn't doesn't affect you, Frank. Is, is it going to work? Like everyone's spruiking it, saying how good it's going to be, and a lot of tickets being sold. And I understand why there'd be a few skeptics out there. Do you think it'll be a success and worthwhile? I hope so, Kane. I, I do. As a rugby league person, and first and foremost, I do. I think it it'd be tremendous. But you know, the, the jury's out till the, the weekend. Certainly, the publicity surrounding the, the game. Are, you know, up up north in the, in the media's both in Sydney and Brisbane, there's a, there's a, been so many stories. A lot of media have gone over, so they're covering a lot of the stories mm. from the ground there. And uh, there's a, there's a big, an enormous amount of Australians heading over. So I think from that point of view, it's already been a success. How many locals will go along? That's going to be interesting. So, look, they're talking that they've already sold thirty thousand plus tickets. If they can get to over forty in a stadium that's around sixty, that that, that would look at least is going to be good. Uh, the game itself is going to be interesting. I, I think it's it's a the NFF field uh, narrower. I, I don't know mm. the exact dimensions, but it's definitely narrow now. Uh, defenses are that good anyway, so by giving them giving the attack less space, whether that's going to affect the spectacle of the game, who's to know? So, uh, you know, in, in in short, I hope it's a success. A big crowd and two good games and. If it becomes an annual event, something that we'd like to jump on. But at the moment, we'll probably we'll reserve our judgment till after the weekend. A lot of discussion about uh, celebrities all flying their private jets in. Who's the biggest name you've heard of? 
Well, there's plenty of names being bandied about. Now, whether they get there is going to be another thing, uh, Jared. So, but I'm, I'm probably you know you'd, you'd think Russell Crowe with his team, the, yeah. the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah, he's a certainty. He's a certainty. He doesn't so count though in reality. No, he doesn't really because he gets to enough NRL games in Sydney. So, no, we'll be interested. There's a lot of names being bandied about, so we'll just have to wait and see. I think Greg Norman's the latest one to say that he, he'll be going along, and and all the other American rock stars and celebrities. So. It will be interesting, to say at least. It, it'll be must viewing watching on Sunday morning. Yep. Uh, it, uh, that's one good thing. We don't have to get up the middle of the night no. we'll get up on Sunday and watch two games. So it's certainly, if anything, it, there's a lot of excitement for the start of the season. So from that point of view, I think it's been a success. It's probably, I can't remember a start of a season being talked about so much as, as this season. Can we go for back to the Storm? Uh, the traditional... Uh, at this time of the year, it's traditional for uh, all of the Sydney scribes to write the storm off, and it's traditional for the storm to continue to make the A. Where have they actually got you uh, finishing this year? Oh, look, I think a lot of teams I've seen. You know, I don't read too much of what they say, but it's it's, it's similar. They probably have us in in the top eight, but, but mid mid eight. Um, yep, and that, that that's fine. It's you know it's. We haven't uh, our, our squad hasn't changed too much from last year. To be honest, it, we haven't got too many. Uh, ends, but at the same time, we haven't lost too many players either. So I think we're, we're going in, and, and as I said before, we got to a prelim this last year on the back of a lot of our better players not having great seasons yep. or certainly distant seasons. So if we can get the best out of our best players, and our, our lesser players can have another good season, you know, we think we can close the gap with the two top teams. There's no doubt Penrith and the Broncos are the two clear-cut teams in the Premiership, and then there's probably ourselves, the Roosters and Warriors just underneath. So We've got a little bit of a, uh, work to do to close that gap and, and no better way to start than against the Panthers next Friday night. You've probably only been asked a thousand times uh, since Christmas Day. When will we know whether it's Craig's final year? <laughs> oh, I have no idea <laughs> on that one. Aaron, I, okay. If I knew the answer... I'll ask you next uh, week. I, yeah, I look at... Uh, I don't think he knows either. He, you know, yeah. If he does, he's not giving it away, but... Uh, uh, again, if it, like all the other seasons, I probably sound like a broken record, Jared, each year. It certainly hasn't affected the team one little bit what, yep. whatsoever. And most importantly, hasn't affected Craig whatsoever. It's just business as usual for him. He's he's going for an incredible record next... You know, he's, it's his 22nd season this year, and he's yet to lose around one game. So, good challenge against Panthers. That's, that's a good one to that's keep a your record. So <laughs> if we can beat Penrith next week, and uh, that's one hell of a record that he's going to have for a, for a long, long time, and I doubt very much it'll ever be broken. Frank Panisi is with us from the Melbourne Storm. He's their GM of football. It's Melbourne Storm Membership Week. This week, check out the website for some crazy deals. You can get eight games for the price of four. Have the AFL done the right thing by starting their season a week early with four games into non-traditional markets, Frank? It was uh, an idea done to compete with the NRL in, in those markets? Well, from our point of view, yeah, we're, we're the you know, we've certainly benefited from it because next Friday night, as I said, you know, a couple of times already tonight, that we've got that a great uh, against the three-time premiers, the last three premiers in, in Penrith, uh, Friday night, which is prime time, and there's there's no AFL in town, so all we now now need is is a good night weather-wise, and uh, you know, we're hoping to have a great crowd to start a a big season. So uh, yeah, really encourage both uh, people to take up their membership, but or at the very least buy a ticket for next Friday night. It's it's going to be a great way to start the season. It's Hasn't been talked about too much of this game because all the attention has been on Las Vegas. But mm. so after the Las Vegas weekend, we the attention will turn to our game on next Friday night. 
What's the longest you'd sign a player to with a contract? The, the AFL is going through a ridiculous phase where we're seeing eights and nines. We're seeing players who have got three get another three for no particular reason. What's the longest you would sign a gun player to at the Storm? Look, it has to be at the absolute elite of your uh, team and it has to be at the right age to even mm. consider anything around five years. I mean, we've, you know, we've only, I think Cameron Smith signed a five-year deal. Um, I'm just trying to think, you know, Billy always signed three and four-year deals. They're, they're, they're the exceptions. I think if they're players that are at a, at a good age, they're, you know they're going to be contributing for a while. And the other thing in our game, you also probably play pay those type of players long-term in key positional, uh, you know, in, in our game being the spine, the fullback, the halves yes. or, or the hooker. The, in, 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 in positions where they're going to touch the ball uh, a lot of times and can influence the game. So... Um, we save it for the very, very elite. So again, and, and, and probably five years at this stage. Look, that might change down the track, but we've never gone more than five years. We were just talking to Adrian Anderson about uh, reducing interchange to slow the game down to reduce hits and concussion. You reduced your interchange. You had it uh, opened up for a period of time and then you, you almost immediately went back to restricted interchange. Um, tell us how that played out. Yeah, look, in terms of... Um, there's no doubt that it helped the game from a spectacle point of view, having more players that are fatigued in terms of opportunities for your, your ball players to create things, because especially in the middle of the field where the big players are, they're fatigued and they can do things. When the, the interchanges were higher in number, that the players were fresher. So I suppose if you put that in a, in a concussion point of view and the collisions, that has to have an, uh, some type of correlation. I don't know the, the concussion... Since it's gone from um, reduced it from 12 to 10 to 8, I don't know the actual numbers. I, having said that, the, the whole concussion, the whole HIA is a lot different now than when mm, we had yeah. 12 interchanges. So hey, mate, that's the music. Good. That means they're winding us up. Good luck for a, a really strong season once again. No doubt we will chat to you throughout. Got on your game. Thanks, Jared.